0: What's up, everybody? everybody? It's your boy, Niner Faithful. Hope everyone had a blessed week, and I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. Today, we got a great show. It is my Faithful Day. It's a word I've invented that means it's the day I became a Niner fan. The Super Bowl 23 happened 29 years ago, and that's the day I became a Niner fan. So, as always, this is Niner Faithful Radio, the show hosted by a faithful for the faithful. And I'm your host, Niner Faithful. And also, I am instructed to always say Radio AFS has advertising packages for as little as $25 a month. Go ahead and email me at Radio at gmail.com, and I'll go ahead and shoot you all that info. And all that good stuff. So it's a very successful day today. I want to give a special birthday shout out to George Seaford. Apparently George Seaford was born in San Francisco, California on this day. I don't know. What year? Yeah, what year. It um didn't say. It um when I saw the post on um, when I saw the post on the Niner's Facebook page, it didn't say his age, which I'm pretty sure is done on purpose. I'm sure that and it's just telling me I got notifications that I shared my stuff and everything. <laughs> so as always, the, the switchboard isn't working, so we're not going to have any of my cool Niners songs to play today, which really, really sucks because... I like playing my Niner songs, and it gives me a chance to go on break to talking for an hour, <laughs> but we shall carry on. Oh, We already got a couple text messages coming into the show. Also, I'd like to give a special shout out to somebody. She knows who she is. She's listening to the show for the first time, so I'd like to thank her for for listening, and, uh, hope I don't make too much of an ass of myself, (laughs) so, sweet, I am all caught up on everything, we're gonna go ahead, and we'll go ahead and get to those text messages, and we're gonna have a pretty kickback, laid-back show today, I, I literally, I took a bunch of notes about the draft, and just certain things that, uh, I was going to cover today, but I changed my mind. Well, I said we were going to go over great Niner games today, and we will. But I just want to have a little kickback show. And um, anybody that's listening, go ahead and text. Oh, I forgot to say that. See, this is why I should have wrote it down. I forgot to write it down like I normally do. Uh, the number to call into the show is 646 668 Or as I like to remember it, 646 668 Kendrick Bourne, Daniel Kilgore. So it's not like Bell anymore. It's Kendrick Bourne. So, and the number to text in, if, for those who don't want to call and just text in, we get way more texts than we do calls. The number to text in is 408-755-0030. I'm pretty sure. I'm like 90% sure. Hold on. Okay, you're just going to be kind of special right now. Yeah, four zero eight seven five five zero zero three zero. I don't have any kind of cool little Niner thing for that one. You kind of just got to remember that. <laughs> but so it being my, I would like everybody to call in or text in today and tell us when you became a Niner fan, since we're celebrating my 29th fateful day. I would like to hear when everybody became a fan. It uh, doesn't matter when. You know, it could be... I mean, we. everybody who listens to the show know we don't accept bandwagon fans here at Niner Faithful Radio. So if you try to tell me that you're 30 years old and you only became a Niner fan in 2011, I don't want to hear it. That, that's, not, that's not good enough for me, bro. Now... A lot of people would say, well, you only became a Diner fan at the Super Bowl. I was two years old. Okay, give me some credit. I was two. I crawled off my grandpa's lap. I pointed at the TV, at Jerry Rice, and I said those magical three words that changed my life forever. I was two, almost three. And I said those magical words that will change my life, had changed my life forever. I like him. And I was talking about Jerry Rice. my grandpa said, apparently I've been told this. I don't remember because I was two, almost three. But I was told. My grandpa said, oh, you like the 49ers? And I said, yeah. And he goes, you like Jerry Rice? I said, yeah. And ever since then, your boy's been Niner Faithful. Technically, my nickname, Niner Faithful, was given to me by a good homegirl of mine in high school. I want to say it was my senior year. Senior, junior year. I'm like 99% positive. It was my senior year. She gave me the nickname Niner Faithful. Mm. Sorry about that, y'all. I had to drink some water. I had a frog in my throat. But, ooh, my push-ups. Look at my arms. Oh, uh, my push-ups are starting to come through. Starting to be sexy for the summer. Anyway, so... For those of you that, that fully support us here at Niner Faithful Radio and went ahead and read our blog that we came out with this week, i first of all, I want to thank you. Second of all, you already pretty much know, um, apparently I clicked on a page that was illegal or something. I don't know. I'm kind of scared now. I was not trying to watch porn. But um, you already know my five, well, my four greatest Niner games. I always rate the catch two, number one. I mean, the catch two, who could forget that? We had lost to Green Bay for three years in a row. I remember that. I remember losing to Green Bay. I I remember I hated Brett Favre. Oh, I hated him with a passion. I hated Brett Favre. Oh, I wanted him to suck on a dick and die. Him and her. Antonio Freeman? Yeah. Ooh, there's a day a blast for the past. Antonio Freeman, number eighty six for the Packers. I want Troy A. Well, see see this is why this is why I'm glad that they can't hear you. Because apparently anytime I listen to the podcast, they can't hear you. So this is why I'm glad that they can't hear you. Only I can. Because mm-hmm. ain't nobody give a fuck about Troy Aiken, because you I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. Ain't nobody give a damn about Troy Aikman. Now, like I was saying before I was so rudely interrupted. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so you already did sound check, right? It was was good? Okay, cool. So the catch two happens. And I remember Brett Favre, the touchdown that they, they had took the lead. And I remember just sitting there thinking, like, "Oh man, are we gonna lose?" And I'm gonna have to live with. God. So my teacher, this was when I was living in Santa Cruz. My teacher's name was was Miss Miss Mrs. Gray. And Miss Mrs. Gray was a diehard Packers fan. She grew up in in Wisconsin. I, if I'm not mistaken, it might have been Green Bay, but maybe a city out of Green Bay, I don't know. But she was from Wisconsin. You know, she was she was a huge Packers fan. And it was funny. Because Miss Gray, you know, was a huge Packers fan. Like, she loved the Packers, you know, all that. And her husband hated football. Her husband was this black dude that hated football. And um, so it was always kind of funny. So I was like, man, I'm going to have to hear it from Mrs. Gray. And, oh, I was about to hate life. And then I see Steve stumble. And I, cause I remember it raised my hope a little bit because we're getting closer, we're getting closer, we're getting closer. And I remember seeing Steve stumble, and I was like, oh, fuck. And then I remember he squeezed that ball in between those three Packers, and the T.O. gets rocked, and he gets up, and he cries, and I'm jumping up and down, and I'm screaming, and I'm running around the house. And it was funny because I actually got grounded in my room and wasn't allowed to watch the next Niners game. My group home staff, the dude who lived in the house, he hated the Niners. And so, um, you know, I didn't care. I was just running around the house screaming and everything. And so I remember the only the only what reason that I was allowed to watch because the next game was when Garrison Hurst broke his ankle. And uh, the only reason I was allowed to come out of the room and watch that game was when it, it was pretty established that the Niners were going to lose. And I'll never forget. This is this is sad because this is Steve Young's last career playoff pass as a niner and i remember very distinguishedly, very clearly watching him and i remember he patted the ball and then you kind of see his flinch his face flinched and he throws the ball anyway and, it was and that was steve young's last um pass in the playoffs as a niner because as we all know you know three games into the Well, the third game of the uh, 1999 season is when he got his last concussion and never played another down. And so it's funny how my perspective of all that changed as a kid to an adult. You know, as a kid, I didn't really understand, you know, why he didn't, you know, come back and play and everything. Now as an adult, I totally understand. He was knocked out. It was his, what, probably fifth concussion, sixth concussion, he was just diagnosed with, you know, imagine all the ones that, you know, he wasn't diagnosed with. So, but, you know, it's, you know how they always say, you know, God closes one door, he opens another. So consequently, that game in Atlanta, I was um, in my room, and I knew the Niners were playing. I knew the game was on. And I remember flipping through the radio station, and I heard Young back to pass or I heard a football game or something. And that's how I found out that the Niners had a radio network. I I never knew that before. I didn't know they had games on the radio or anything. And so that's actually what started the tradition of me listening to the games on the radio. And um, so it was like if I didn't get grounded into my room, I would have never, you know, I would have never found out about the Niners' radio I don't remember the station in, in Santa Cruz, but I remember it was Joe Starkey. No, no, because because the one in the bay back then it was KGO. KGO was was what the Niners were on. It might have been that. Um, I believe I know before KGO it was 760. I can't remember what the station was named, but um, it was um, 760 though. But I I I know for a fact that it was it was KGO. It was 810. Because I want to say the Niners didn't come on KMBR until I want to say 2006, I believe. But the Niners were on KGO because I remember it was on Saturdays it was, um, uh, you know, Cal Bears. And then uh, Sunday was the Niners. And I remember because Joe Starkey did the play-by-play for Cal and he he was doing the play-by-play for the Niners. And so that's why when he retired, he still – At least, if I'm not mistaken, Joe Starkey still does the play-by-play for Cal, but he retired from the Niners, and that's what we got, Ted Robinson, who all his Giants fans will remember, of course, because he was doing uh, Giants radio and TV back in the 90s. So, uh, for everybody listening, unfortunately, the show will only be a half an hour live today. Uh apparently Blog Talk thinks that the network didn't pay them. So but we did. So it's, it's a bunch of drama that um farmers apparently are taking care of right now. So what will happen is after a half an hour we'll cut off live and the only way you'll be able to listen to the show is if you're on hold for call ins. Um, if I'm not mistaken. We we've never really had that. We don't get too many calls on the on the show. So I'll only be live for half an hour. We'll, we'll probably continue the show a little bit after the half an hour mark, but it'll be cut off. And then about as soon as we end the show about a couple minutes after we end the show. So at least by four o'clock, we'll have the podcast available for all y'all. So go ahead. And if you want to listen to the rest of the show, check the podcast. I'm going to put it up on Niner Faithful Radio's Facebook page. Just search Niner Faithful Radio, and it will it will come up, and I'll put the podcast on it. Basically, it's the same link. I just put the podcast, so it looks all cool and everything. But if you go to the page right now, and you click on the same link that you've been clicking on to listen to the show, it'll play the podcast. So it's not like a different link or anything. So... We're gonna go ahead and, but uh, I remember that um, that's how I figured out the radio. So, but yeah, I remember that was, but the catch too. That was the first game that I had had that was that was you know never give up on the Niners and you know faithfulness believing and all that because you know that was just an amazing finish. Yeah, go ahead. And go. Um, let me get a couple more cigarettes I have whatever so obviously you know uh, the blog is mistaken and it says 32 years but it's supposed to be 29 years obviously the three greatest, greatest games since 1989 have obviously been the three Super Bowls you know, that goes without saying. I'm just more talking about games that I could remember because I don't necessarily remember when I was 2 or 3 or 8. Oh, wait. January 95. Yeah, I was 8, almost 9. I don't necessarily remember those. So I went to the games I could remember, the Catch-2, the Vernon Post, or the Catch-3. I personally call it the Catch-3. But I know a lot of people refer to it as a burning post. I mean, all these games are great games in Niner history, obviously. But the catch two, I put it last, but honestly, like one of my most emotional moments was the pick was was the pick at the stick. That was to me. I remember being at the laundry mat and listening to the game and watching it on TV. And I remember just thinking to myself, like, no way, bro. We're not going to lose the last game at the stick, bro. We, we can't lose this motherfucker, bro. Like, Bo doesn't cover our onside kick, and that's how we're going to lose it. And I remember just, just – I remember seeing the ball – Yeah, I remember seeing um, Jermaine Brock. See, a lot of people know about Bo, but people don't realize Jermaine Brock is actually the one that caught that interception. he's the one that was fighting with, I believe it was, was white, I believe. And he was the one that was wrestling with him. And the ball popped up in the air. Bo, one hands it into the stomach and then the rest is history. But, I mean, that was just, that was just very typical candlestick. You know, it was very typical, unbelievable, just when you think it's over, just when you think we're going to lose. Nope. Candlestick wasn't going out like that. And I think that that was any of us that were blessed enough to go to a game at, at the stick and realize the special history and the traditions that were at Candlestick, that's going to always be one of your favorite 9 in moments. Oh, what else do we have? There's so many. The comeback in 2011 against the Eagles, I remember that, Harbaugh's first year. Oh, what else do we have? Oh, so many. Oh. See, what other ones did I put into the article? Oh, what else ones did I put in the article? Catch Two, We're Imposed, The Pick at the Stick. Where's the other ones? I'm curious now. I wonder what was on them. Somebody likes my link. When did I share that? Huh, oh, that's interesting. I don't remember sharing that. Somebody from the station must have sent it to um, the page. Apparently, John Gruden's open to the idea of the Raiders signing Cap. So that 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 is pretty interesting news. I don't know how I'd personally feel about that, as far as you know him playing for the Raiders, but. Obviously, I would be extremely excited. The Caps back in the league. Oh yeah, no what? No, 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 no. It came from a Raiders website. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I gotta delete that. No Raider ness on my on my page. That's not gonna happen. Okay. So. Back to the article. Uh, But I mean, I would like to hear some of y'all ideas. What are your favorite games? You know, it doesn't necessarily – I chose games that we all win, but it doesn't necessarily have to be a a game that we won. I mean, I think it's kind of special when you become a fan when the team loses the game. I mean, that's real dedication right there. So, I mean, let me know. You know what, we're going to go ahead and get some some of the text messages right now. So we got the 669 right here in San Jose, California. Says, hey, Niner Faithful, happy Faithful Day, bro. Thank you, thank you. Means a lot to me. He says his was January 29th, 1990, or 1995. 1995, we all know. So he's obviously a younger Niner fan. And we all know what happened January 29, 1995. Now, obviously, our last Super Bowl. That's one hell of a – he said he was six years old. Okay, so he was born, what, 89? Okay, so you were born the year I became a Niners fan. I'm with it. He says his favorite all-time game was the playoff game against the Packers when Cap ran all over him and set an NFL record. Yeah, that was a great game, 669. Uh, I would never forget. I was walking home from work, and uh, you know, I see Cap throw the pick. I hear Cap throw the pick six, and I'm thinking, "Oh my God, bro!" And I was about to cry, and it was horrible. And i um, oh, it was. And then the rest of the game, just to see a Niner quarterback embarrass the Packers like that, was one of the greatest feelings I've ever felt in my life. That that is a great call. Six six nine. I mean, not just not just like yo beat them, I mean embarrass them. After a Niner fan that grew up in the late 90s, you know, mid to late nineties, as I explained earlier in the show, I really hated the Packers. And to watch that happen brought tears to my eyes. That that was a really great game, six six nine. We got 559 texting in. Thanks for texting in 559. He says, he's obviously a little older gentleman or lady, but he says his favorite game and, and his moment was the catch. He was six years old. Okay. So, 75 was when you were born? Okay. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry if that offended you. I shouldn't have put your age on blast. But Bob Marley said it best. Don't ever be sad about being old. It's a privilege denied to many. I shouldn't say old. Older. But um, considering my last girlfriend was two years younger than you. So yeah, she was forty. So Oh. Um, anyway. That is that obviously, you know, that's one of the greatest And all that, you you can't get great, pretty much, you can't get greater games in in either history than the catch. I mean, you know, what it really should be called is a fumble or the tackle. But I'll I'll write a blog about that and the underappreciatedness of that game
1: and other plays that
0: happened in that game besides the catch. Maybe that's what next week's blog will be about. Maybe I'll just do little unknown tidbits in um, Niners history that, like the fumble or just things that happened to lead up to the play. Maybe that will be my next vlog. That would be a pretty interesting one. But thank you so much. Okay. We got 4 Oh, we got Frisco, California. What's popping, Frisco? So he says his greatest game, and it was his first Niner game, and it was the... Garrison Hurst, 96-yard touchdown uh, run against the Jets. Yet again, another great Niner game. I'm loving this conversation right now. I actually met Garrison Hurst the first game in 2016. He was honorary captain. and He was doing an interview for KNBR. And he was really super nice, dude. uh, He personally wrote a message saying 96 yards to the house and, and signed it for me on my authentic fan sign. I have it turned right now in my storage. So, yeah, that's definitely a, a great moment in Niner history. I love Garrison Hurst. of fact, Garrison Hurst is one of the very few Niners away jerseys I've ever owned. I owned actually a away jersey and a home jersey, both of Garrison Hurst. Garrison Hurst, I think, is one of the most underrated Niner, Niners in history, and if he doesn't break his ankle, I, I destroy his ankle. Really, I think he he plays many more years and has a great, great, great career. That is a great Niner game. Oh, I can't believe. Yeah, I can't believe I I didn't squeeze that into the top four, you know, greatest plays in Niner history in the last 29 years of my my blog. That That is a shame. Well, I only put four because, you know, four downs. But that definitely goes in the honorable mention category. Thank you so much, four one five, and okay, that covers us for text messages. I don't see any Facebook messages right now, yeah, I think that that covers us up on messages, so we got about three and a half minutes left, so I like to express y'all like I do every show around this time that I really appreciate the opportunity that Radio AFS gives me, and then, of course, everybody that listens gives me. I really appreciate everything that y'all do for me and all the support that I get. You know, 49er Faithful Forum and just everybody that has came on the show lets me post my annoying posts in all the groups, You know, you'll just go through my timeline. We'll say like 54 different groups that I've posted to. I've never been blocked from one. Everything that everybody has done means so very much to me. To get the the support of all my fellow faithful, just, oh. Yeah, different, you know, just talking to fellow faithful, man, this is what I want to do for my living. So, unfortunately, I was, did not get the job writing for Fanside for Night of Noise. Uh, they went ahead and chose somebody else. So, that sucks. We won't be having him on the show or anything like that, because if I'm not good enough to write for you, I'm not good enough for uh, to read your stuff or have you on my show. I personally think that it's their loss, but we move on and we move forward. Every setback is a chance for a major comeback. So, the comeback kid like Joe, I'll be all right. Trust me, y'all. This is my dream, and I will live it, regardless of whether I get support from stupid blog sites that nobody even freaking reads. Everybody reads it, of course. All right, well, I just got the 90-second warning. So... I think we're going to go ahead and and wrap it up here so there won't be anything new on the podcast. Uh, Niners.com has a new article up on five prospects of interest during the Senior Bowl, and they have a new mock draft 2.0. So I'm going to personally read that as soon as I get off of air. I suggest that everybody else does. And before we get out of here, I would like to thank everybody for listening and remind everybody to check out my blog coming around Saturday. Available on Sports Elite. Until next week, peace, love, and nappiness. Go Niners. Thanks, everybody, for the happy, faithful day wishes to the beautiful, beautiful young woman that's listening in right now for the first time. What's up, beautiful? I'll, keep, I'll take you in a little bit, cutie. And, uh, and thanks, everybody. This is a great show. Had a lot of fun. Hopefully next week we'll be able to get it back to where it's an hour and we don't have to do this stupid. Oh, it's thirty minutes if it's live, but an hour if it's a, a podcast. So, yet again, connect, love, and happiness. Go Niners! See y'all next week.